Aloha and hello, Barbara Cole Selmeron here. Welcome to Tuesday Tips for Rockin' Relationships, episode number 10. And today's question, I have it written here, is from a man, how can I lovingly encourage my wife to lose weight? Now, this is a great question, and I've been thinking over this question for several days because there are several parts to my answer. And at the end of this, I'm going to share with you my weight loss weapon that I have found that's completely based in science. You can learn about how our brain tricks us into overeating, which makes us fat, plain and simple. And I was fat, fatter, you know, I lost 25 pounds and 13% body fat over the holidays effortlessly. And I've been able to maintain it. And I know I can do that for the rest of my life effortlessly. So I'm going to share that with you. But this question, how can I lovingly encourage my wife, my wife to lose weight? So this is really tricky, as you may imagine. This is a very sensitive topic. Now for women, now this could be, uh, you know, a wife could be asking this about her husband, you know, so I'm going to address both angles. So if, if you, if there's a loved one that you have and it's a woman, here's the thing. Women have got this critical voice inside of our head that is just going 24 seven. And it's really mean. It sounds like, well, if you were a better wife, you would do this. And if you were a better mother, you would have all your stuff together, you know, and you should do this and you should do that. And why isn't your house cleaner? And um, why aren't you more successful at work or, or whatever? So, so women have got this critical voice inside their head uh, that we find that men don't have and men don't really know about this. And it is, it's so awful and it's so mean. And ladies, I know you know what I'm talking about here. And this is why often any criticism from our partner can really sting. It can almost be like the last straw. You know, he or she can say one thing, might not even be meant as a criticism, but they can say one thing and it'll be like the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, and cause a meltdown or cause really, really hurt feelings. So that can be, that can definitely be a challenge. Um, so we got to watch that, right? With with women, just know that that's, that's there. Now with men, as I've talked about before, men and some women uh, that are in what I call hunting mode, you know, where we're focused on working and producing a result. So for men and some women, if the advice or the feedback is not coming from a trusted source, which means, you know, let's say if you're the one giving the advice to a man or um, some women that are in hunting mode, Trusted source means you are consistent and congruent. And so if you are not viewed as a trusted source from this person, then they're not really going to take your advice about changing something. And this could be anything, right? Not just weight loss. So think about, you know, if you get advice from an unhealthy doctor, if your doctor is overweight and obviously unhealthy, maybe they smoke or something, you know, and they tell you eat right, exercise, you know, and they're obviously not following their own advice, you know, you're not going to be inclined to, to look at them as an expert, maybe in that area of health. Okay. So, so trusted source is important for, for men. Now, here's another thing about 
when we want to encourage somebody to stop doing something that is bad for them or unhealthy, you know, and this could include many different things, um, whether it's overeating or eating the wrong foods or, you know, too much alcohol or, or even with drug addiction. So here's the thing to remember, guilt and shame never, never move us closer to our goals. And like I said, that critical voice inside a woman's head, we've got enough guilt and shame going on already, and we're not there. So guilt and shame will never help a loved one move towards a healthier choice. Um, it can often backfire and cause the opposite reaction. And that's because certain foods that we like to eat that make us overweight create a dopamine release in the brain. So we feel better. So if, if we feel guilt and shame about something that, you know, maybe being overweight or, or other behaviors or someone is, you know, trying to guilt us or shame us, it can cause the opposite reaction. You know, it'll make me want to go eat some donuts, you know, have some, some sugar for sure. So that will never help us reach our goals. So just know that that is not an effective strategy. So I'm going to um, talk about a few ineffective strategies and then I'll give my recommendation on how to approach this. So guilt and shame won't work. If it worked, then there would be nobody addicted to anything, drugs or alcohol or anything, because the person who is addicted feels so much guilt and shame already for their addiction, especially if they have kids, if they have a family, it's, it's not a thing that they are in control of. And so if guilt and shame worked, everybody would be cured from addiction. There would be no addiction. So anyone who struggles with any substances, um, even alcohol, knows that um, there's already enough guilt and shame and it doesn't work. And again, then we're going to go and drink or use to relieve those feelings of guilt and shame, make us feel better in the short term. It's a vicious cycle. It's a very vicious cycle. And I just want to insert here if you or someone you know struggles with alcohol, maybe drinking more than they want to drink, I highly recommend checking out the Sinclair method. You can Google it. There's 40 or 50 years of research behind it, but Western medicine does not know about it so much. Funny, it was an American doctor that did all the research. However, uh, it's called the Sinclair method, and it is a solution for anyone who wants to cut back on their drinking or quit drinking entirely. It, it gives choice. It gives choice and it works. It's based in science. It's brain science. Okay. So guilt and shame are never going to help. That's going to drive us to, you know, eat sugar or drink alcohol or use whatever it is that gives us that emotional relief. Um, the other thing that doesn't work in a marriage or in a relationship or, you know, any kind of family situation is an ultimatum. So think about how you would feel if your honey or someone important to you said, you know, I, you know, stop doing this or else. So an ultimatum is also something that often will backfire. You know, don't tell me I can't eat what I want. I'm going to go have donuts for lunch, you know. Um, so an ultimatum would turn, especially a romantic relationship, it would turn it into feeling more like a parent-child relationship. And nobody wants to feel controlled in that way. Nobody wants to feel like a child in their relationship with another adult. So just know that the ultimatum uh, is not going to work. It's going to create resentment and it will create the opposite action. 
many times um, than, than what you were seeking. It will backfire, okay? Um, so how to approach a loved one. Honestly, after many, many days of thinking of this, and I, I know the person who asked the question, and I know he loves his wife very much, and it's coming from a place of concern, and how I would say to approach a loved one around this, this particular question of encouraging weight loss, or let's say just encouraging healthy behaviors, right? Because the weight gain is a result of an unhealthy behavior. So it could be other behaviors too. Just approach them and be vulnerable. Be real. Tell them that you're scared for them. Tell them that you're worried about their health. You have to really take that risk. Tell them that you're concerned and that you're worried and that you want to support them. And how can we find a way to do this together? And by the way, if you're overweight and you're telling somebody else to lose weight, you better be willing to jump on the, the treadmill with them, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I find that that humorous if, if someone is wanting someone else to lose weight, but they're not willing to, to do that as well. So just really be vulnerable. Um, I'm sure, you know, it is a concern for their health. Many, many health problems come from being overweight or, or overindulging in substances. And so just really be real about that. You know, I mean, heart disease, stroke, it's no joke. Shortened lifespans, diabetes, all of these things from just being overweight. So, that is how I would recommend approaching that. Um, and here's the thing. So much of our hunger is not physical hunger. It's emotional hunger. When we are reaching for something, often if our stomach is not rumbling, then it's often emotional hunger. So like the snacking at night, watching Netflix. Hey, I'm, I've been guilty of that. You know, I've learned that that's part of what makes me put on weight. Um, so. What we mean by emotional hunger is there are foods that we reach for that create that flood of dopamine in the brain. And the brain, the survival part of your brain is screaming for that dopamine, saying we are going to die without this. That's why sugar cravings are so strong. I read an article last week that sugar cravings are, sugar addiction is just as strong as a cocaine addiction. And previously, I have read that it's harder to give up sugar than it is to give up heroin. So I've done a lot of reading on this, and I have struggled with the sugar addiction as well. I get it. I understand it. Um, and it's once I learned, because I worked with a coach, so I'm going to introduce uh, her to you. But I worked with a coach, and she taught me about uh, the dopamine release in the brain and how powerful that is and how hard that is to break. So that is what we mean by emotional hunger. It's not physical hunger. It's creating an effect in the brain uh, to soothe us. Maybe when we're down, when we're upset, if we're depressed, if we're angry, any of those things. And it has us reaching for, it could be alcohol, it could be sugar, it could be pizza, it could be whatever. So with the, the weight loss secret that I have learned from my coach, it's very simple. There's just two items that you eliminate from your diet and there's no counting calories. These two items, when we eat them, cause a spike in our insulin, which makes our body store fat and it prevents our body from burning fat, okay? And then we get fat. That's it. 
it's that simple. So by me learning to recognize emotional hunger versus physical hunger, know that it was my brain, normal human brain trying to coerce me into having certain foods um, and eliminating just two, just two foods that, that again, spike our insulin, which causes us to store fat and prevents us from burning fat. Um, so when I worked with my coach, I lost 25 pounds and 13% body fat over the holidays, fairly effortlessly. And that was several months ago. And I have been a very, I have been able to maintain. So I have tried all the diets. I have tried keto and Adkins and the G plan and the, this and that, and the, I I've tried it all and none of those could I maintain long-term. They just were not sustainable for me. And if you've tried diets, you know what I mean. So this has to be an eating plan, not a diet, not a specific period of time, but an eating plan that, um, that you can sustain for a lifetime. And I have found that and it's simple. And then once a week I can have a meal where I have whatever I want. I can do it more than that. And I'll watch my weight go up on the scale a little bit. And then I'll be back on my plan for a few days and I'll watch my weight go down. Now, when I started this plan and my body first started losing weight, I would lose half a pound a day, a pound a day, sometimes more. So this is real. This is this, this process helps my body to burn fat, which is why I lost so much body fat. My scale measures that. And um, of course, I was thrilled with the body fat and the weight and um, being able to fit into my clothes again, because I had started to have to buy larger clothes. And now those clothes are too large and I need to get rid of them. And I know for the rest of my life that I can maintain because of what I have learned. So my coach, I am in the in the chat here or in the in the post, there are links at the bottom. My coach is Coach Candy. She's amazing. It's funny that her name is Candy. However, uh, her website is candywright.com. Her last name is spelled W-R- I-G-H-T. So candywright.com, you can find her there. She's also got a Facebook group. I put that link in here if you want to work with her. And so this plan, by the way, um, minimal exercise. I'm still not great at having a regular exercise habit. And I was also able to enjoy wine and dark chocolate throughout my diet. And I still do today. So as I, as I said, this is a plan that I can actually stick with, and I learned it from Candy. Now, if you're not able to do private coaching with Candy, her coach is Brooke Castillo, and her website is thelifecoachschool.com. And she has written a book, and I've put that link in there. You can get the book for free. It will get emailed to you. And I think maybe they even email you the audio book, or you could ask them for that. Because if you're like me, I mean, when I'm driving around, like I love to listen to an audio book, especially if it's going to help me with my health or something I'm struggling with. So I put that link in there. It's thelifecoachschool.com. And the name of the book is If I'm So Smart, Why Can't I Lose Weight? by Brooke Castillo. And it will explain everything. It's all based in science. And I just share this with you. It's something I've wanted to share because it made such a difference for me. I tried everything. Nothing else was sustainable. Other things were so extreme. This is normal. This makes sense. And it works. So I just wanted to share that with you. So if you have a loved one, that you want to encourage to lose weight. Again, just come from your heart, be vulnerable, 
and just share with them that you're worried. You're worried about their health and you want them around for a long, long time. So that is what I have for you today. And then share the book with them. Please share the link. You just give you give her your email address. She's got a cool video there too. A four minute video explains exactly what happens with the eating cycle and how we get overweight. And uh, she's got a lot of really great podcasts as well. Not only on weight, but on time management and other personal habits. She's a really smart lady, this Burt Castillo. So um, there you have it. Please share that information with the people that you love that you know are struggling with weight. Anyone that you know is struggling with alcohol, share the Sinclair method with them. And there's a fantastic website on that called the C, the, the letter C is in cat, C3, the number three, foundation.org. That's the US foundation. There's also a foundation in Europe. Um, so just look up C3 foundation. And in the US, it's .org. And there's a movie called One Little Pill. And there's a book called The Cure for Alcoholism. You can look up those things individually. I think One Little Pill is on Amazon. And it's not the pill that makes you sick if you drink. That's not what this is. But this is uh, the Sinclair Method. Dr. David Sinclair, an American an American uh, doctor, went to the foremost Institute to study alcoholism, which was in Finland, and did 40 years of research there and developed this method that works for people who want to cut down on their drinking. And then some people just find that they prefer not to drink after some time on the Sinclair method. So that's my gift to you today. That's my extra bonus. Maybe I'll have to do another um, video or talk on that another time later. But uh, for people that you know that are struggling with weight or with alcohol, Please share these tools with them and just come from your heart. Let them know that you're concerned and then help them. Give them the support that they need because if they could do it on their own easily, if they knew how to do it, they would have already done it. They would have already done it. I tried everything. You know, my weight went up and down. And until I found this solution, um, I didn't get the result or I didn't wasn't able to maintain the result that I wanted. So that's what I have for you today. And if you want to submit any questions for me for this Tuesday Tips for Rockin' Relationships, just go to qandapoweredrelationships.org right here. You can submit your question. It's totally confidential. I don't need your name. I don't need your email address. I'm happy to answer these questions for you and for the benefit of others. And then I go live here on YouTube and on Facebook um, in my Facebook group every Tuesday at noon, unless I'm on a road trip, then it might be a pre-recorded message instead of a live, but I love going live. So please feel free. You can join my Facebook group for free and you'll see all my posts. I also do on Facebook and all my social media, I do a daily video which I transcribe into a daily blog and also a daily podcast. So if you're listening to this, then that's where this came from. So I hope to see you out there. Please send me your questions. And thank you so much for being here today. And we'll see you next time.